Blog Talk Radio. This is no fantasy, no careless product of wild imagination. No, my good friends, these indictments I brought you today, specific charges listed herein against the individuals, their acts of treason, their ultimate aim of sedition. These are matters of undeniable fact. I ask you now to pronounce judgment on those accused. On this, this mindless aberration whose only means of expression are wanton violence and destruction. Once trusted by this council, charged with maintaining the defense of the planet itself, chief architect of this intended revolution and author of this insidious plot to establish a new order amongst us, with himself as absolute ruler. You have heard the evidence the decision of the council will now be heard. Here, take. Get out there. Podcast here live, of course, Tuesday night. That's our regular night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm waiting for one guy here to call in here from Colorado. He's supposed to be calling in, but who the hell knows where he is? So I'll give him a couple minutes here. Thank you. 
line here. There you go. I'm gonna connect you through now. Okay, maybe not. All right, hang on. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. A short time ago, an American airplane dropped one bomb on Hiroshima and destroyed its usefulness to the enemy. That bomb has more power than 20,000 tons of TNT. The Japanese began the war from the air at Pearl Harbor. They have been repaid many foes, and the end is not yet. With this bomb, we have now added a new and revolutionary increase in destruction to supplement the growing power of our armed forces. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic process. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. And so, my fellow Americans, Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. <laughs> My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. There are even a few who say that it's true that communism is an evil system, but it permits us to make economic progress. Not be not early in common.
little children who one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I'm not 
The Challenger crew was pulling us into the future, and we'll continue to follow. There is one sign that the Soviets can make that would be unmistakable, that would advance dramatically the cause of freedom and peace. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Just two hours ago, Allied Air Forces began an attack on military targets in Iraq and Kuwait. These attacks continue as I speak. Ground forces are not engaged. This conflict started August 2nd when the dictator of Iraq invaded a small and helpless neighbor. Kuwait, a member of the Arab League and a member of the United Nations, was crushed. Its people brutalized. Five months ago, Saddam Hussein started this cruel war against Kuwait. Tonight, the battle has been joined. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, honored guests, my fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive at this moment in history. Never before, as our nation enjoyed at once so much prosperity and social progress with so little internal crisis and so few external threats. Never before have we had such a blessed opportunity and therefore such a profound obligation to build the more perfect union of our founders' dreams. We began the new century with over 20 million new jobs the fastest economic growth in more than 30 years, the lowest unemployment rates in 30 years, the lowest poverty rates in 20 years, the lowest African-American and Hispanic unemployment rates on record, the first back-to-back -back surpluses in 42 years, and next month America will achieve the longest period of economic growth in our entire history. Good evening. Just moments ago, I spoke with George W. Bush and congratulated him on becoming the 43rd President of the United States. And I promised him that I wouldn't call him back this time. Now the U.S. Supreme Court has spoken. Let there be no doubt, while I strongly disagree with the court's decision, I accept it. I accept the finality of this outcome, which will be ratified next Monday in the Electoral College. And tonight, for the sake of our unity as a people and the strength of our democracy, I offer my concession. For the workers who work here, for the families who mourn, this nation stands with the good people of New York City and New Jersey and Connecticut as we mourn the laws of thousands of our citizens. I didn't hear the
the pages of history turn. There you have it. Now what will the future hold? The USA. USA. What what next? What will the next hundred years give us? They sure don't look good, that's for sure. I'll tell you that. All right, let's see here. Let's see my like, callers who called in here. I don't know if they called in or not. All right, maybe not. Oh. Yeah, I guess, Alan, I guess you're not going to show up tonight either, huh? Kind of figured you weren't going to show up. All right, anyway, that's just, well, that's the American, that's the American uh, uh, dream right there, you know. Well, you can't get 10 people to meet at Burger King for a cup of coffee to discuss the problems of this country, discuss unifying and coming together. But we can, every single Sunday, get together 60,000, 70,000 of us to spend four or $500 on a football ticket to watch a bunch of men run around and bash each other in the heads like, foot, like idiots, throwing a stupid little ball around. Okay, while the people in the press boxes and the boxes, the good seats, are calling the plays and dictating what it's going to be about the game and how it's going to turn about. And if something don't go that way, they got the guys in the pinstripe search down there going to make sure that the flow of the game goes the way that it was directed to go and the dollars have pointed it to go because it's all rigged. But we, yeah, oh, we'll stand at the edge of our seats, though. Did you just see that? Oh, it was great. Wasn't that awesome? You know, people going crazy, standing on their seats, all dressed up. You know, 30 below, no T-shirt on. Drunk, having a good time. Fighting each other. You know, I went to a football game once. I went to uh, down here in Carolina, and uh, Charlotte went to a Dallas Cowboys game with the Carolina Panthers there. It was, God, what was it? It was in 2000. Uh, 2007, I think it was, <clears throat> and because uh, everyone was talking that they were going to go to the Super Bowl that year, the Cowboys or whatever, so I thought, ah, let me go down there and see them, and then freaking, you know, the person I went was rooting for the Cowboys, they wanted to start throwing beer on them, they, they, you know, everyone was wanting to start a fight, I said, man, you know, and then they're looking at me, I didn't wear no shirt, I was just there, you know, I wanted to, you know, see, see some entertainment, and, uh, you know, they want to kill each other over, over it, want to literally you know, bash each other over the head over what what team's gonna win. And the team don't give a damn about you or us up in the stands. They don't care. And you got the vendor there or whatever, he's passing out stuff, you know, ninety dollars for a soda, you know, you wanna go buy a two hundred dollar hot dog, you know, what I mean uh, unbelievable. You know, and everybody's uh, uh, drinking and wanna kill each other. Kill each other. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. You know? I had my mother was with me. I was with my mother actually, one of those people, and she's a Cowboys fan, so she was rooting for the Cowboys. And I'd never been to a football game. And they were gonna throw drinks on. I mean, I said, man, you son of a bitch, you're gonna go down that freaking, you're gonna go flip right over the side of this tier right here. You're gonna be down on the fifty yard line. Don't you dare! You jerks, they're a bunch of idiots. They kill each other. The fight's out there, you asshole. The fight's out there. Not in here. Everybody wants to fight with each other over something stupid. People kill each other over a parking place today. But your government's bending, over, bending you over, sticking it to you, and you don't do nothing. You don't do anything. You don't say nothing, and you don't do nothing. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be. I'm not condoning violence. I'm not saying go out and do anything violent. What I'm just saying is, Dave, come on, put a stop to it. Stop it. You know what's going on. We go along with it every day. Those little decisions that are made every single day turn into big problems. Those little decisions that we say, eh, who cares? Ah, so what? Ah, 
You know, that's the way things are. Hey, that's just the way it is. That's how it goes. You know how many people have told me that throughout my life? That's just the way it is. That's just how things are. No. No, that's not how it is. That's not how it is. You know, I mean, we can't live like that. We can't be like that. We've got to change. And we talk. We keep talking about the problems here on this show and other podcast shows. You know, and, and election. The elections coming up, twenty twenty four. This is very huge, very big. We are heading for World War Three. We, we have a we have a very mistrusting system right now. That's where we know fraud occurred in one of the, the last election, at least. And everybody's got their eyes on something that they think is going to happen this time around. And it might tell you something. If people get caught throwing the election again, you know, there could be problems. So knock it off. Do your due diligence. You know, you know people. You have friends. Instead of going to the football game, go to the polls. You know, let's monitor these elections. Let's do it right. Let's make sure that we elect the people that the people want and we get what we get. And we make sure that we restore our republic and restore our constitution and start operating under the rule of law that that was that our founders foresaw, which is the Constitution Bill of Rights. And we 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 do what we're supposed to do. You know, we don't need I don't need police out there pulling everybody over. I don't want that. We don't need that. You know, there's so many problems that we can we know. We don't have to go over every single problem. We know there's corruption. And I, you know, I don't want people calling in, you know, about the laser beam that hit Maui or whatever. Get back there. I don't care. Get back down to planet Earth here. We don't know that that happened. You don't know. All right. We, you know, listen, whatever, you know, whatever they're doing in NASA, that's something else. Let's fix the problems right here in our own backyard, the stuff that we can handle right now. We'll get to that later on, whatever technologies they got and they're using against us, causing cancer and the food, whatever, whatever. We'll get to that. Because a lot of it's not true and a lot of it is. So we have to make sure... So there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of idiots out there that hype things up just because they got nothing better to do. You know, so we can't. Let's not feed into that nonsense. Let's look into reality. Do let's handle the things that we know are the problems, and we know what's going on. We know the people that are behind it. And I don't want to uh, put a whole class of people into one group and start saying it's their fault. We know who's who. We know what they're doing. Okay. And, and and if they're breaking the law or if they committed crimes against the people or human race or humanity or whatnot, then they will have to be dealt with accordingly under the rule of law. We're not going to get tanks in here on every single corner and have martial law because that, that, you're, you're just asking. It's a powder keg waiting to explode, and then America will surely be destroyed from within. Can't do that. Can't do that. Look already what happened last weekend up there in uh, Philadelphia. One, one decision, one decision the people didn't like because they're doing, burning down businesses again, smashing out windows. No, 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 no. You know, and that's all also a product of what? The election, George Soros, the money putting in these prosecutors that don't want to prosecute. But then again, these people are kind of being pushed to do this too. They're being persuaded to do this, thinking that it's the right way and the right thing to do. And if you don't know any better, then what do you expect them to do? If you don't know, if they've never been taught any other thing or any other way, and they know, and they think it's the right thing to do, and they're being paid to do it, what do you think is going to happen? How can you hold them fully accountable for their actions? You know, it's the people. It's, we got to start looking at the head of the snake. Now, I'm not saying they get a pass. What I'm saying is that we just, you know, let's not just blame them. 
Let's make sure we go after the real people that are in charge, that are in, that are doing this nonsense. And really, the real people that are in charge, that are letting this nonsense happen, are you and I. We're allowing it to happen, so we're just as much to blame. Okay? Make stupid comments. My tax dollars. You know, like we went over that last night. My taxes. Your taxes. You don't have any. Okay? Stop it. Oh, all right. Anybody want to call in here? I don't know a guy that was supposed to call in here tonight. I don't know where the heck he is. I don't know. Anybody want to call in? Put your hand up. We've got a couple of people with their hands up now. All right. Press number one. Here we go. Private caller. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. How you doing? I just want to say that you hit the nail right on the head when you said it's our fault. It really is. And we need to make some changes. Uh, you know, law and order. There, There is no law and order left. And these liberals are just yeah. destroying our, our beautiful country. They're burning it down before our eyes. And I got to tell you another thing. Not only law and order. What happened to freedom of speech? Can you answer that question? Yeah, we don't have it. <laughs> we don't because we the, don't because have it. It, because the, remember there's accountability for that. You know, we have to have there's a responsibility that comes with that. And and what happened is, is everyone's perverted it, and now they now we now nobody knows what freedom of speech really means anymore. Exactly, I'm a comedian, yeah. and I'm losing my uh, this whole woke nonsense, this cancel culture and woke nonsense. It's putting me out of business. It's taking food off of my table because. Oh, Nobody wow. I never looked at it like that. Wow. Wow. You're absolutely right. I can only imagine how that's affecting people in your profession. Yeah. I mean, I nobody – I can't allow – people are scared to laugh. No one laughs anymore because thanks to the to the woke people, everyone's offended, right? Everyone. Yeah. You're right. That, that's, I mean, I never you really, know what? See, that's something new that I, 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 I never addressed. I never thought of it that way. I remember back in the 80s growing up as a kid, I remember Eddie Murphy and, and, and you know, all other kind of Sam Tennyson. They, they, would, they would make these – Rodney Dangerfield. They'd make these, uh, you know, jokes. They didn't – you know, racial jokes. You see, you see, even now talking about it, you're like, oh, what do I say? Because if I say the wrong thing, you're automatically a racist. And I tell you, pull, pull me off the bar talk radio, you know? You're right. Yeah, and that's what it's down to because the whole point of comedy was to, you know, to poke fun at serious issues so we can laugh at it. It was therapeutic. That's all this is. But now these liberals, they see you say one thing, they take it out of context, and they, they, they condemn you. They chase you with torches. Remember Blazing Saddles? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you imagine today, today. I mean, if you compare anything from yesterday, anything from yesterday. Remember the? Uh, let me throw another one at you. Remember that TV show, uh, All in the Family? <laughs> you know, imagine if, if Archie Bunker was on TV at eight o'clock tonight on CBS. Oh Lord! <laughs> but Clint, make your point, caller. Go ahead. Exactly. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. No, no, I, lo- I love everything that you're saying. I mean, because it's great. I'm glad that I touched upon a subject that a lot of people haven't been seeing. Here I am, a comedian, losing my money, losing a tremendous amount of money. I'm, you know, I have, I'm working two jobs now, but Blazing Saddles, too, just like All in the Family. You're right. It was a brilliant movie, and we all laughed because it was a joke. Whites laughed, blacks laughed, no hatred, strictly comedy. You remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. 
I remember so many from the from the years past, even not too long ago, and that had been pulled off the year. Um, just one more real quick. I remember we're coming up on the holidays. You know that the uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is considered racist now. They will not play it on national TV. <laughs> it's because of bullying. Why is that? Because of bullying. <laughs> Unbelievable. Because the reindeer, you know how they pick on Rudolph because his nose? They, they said that's bullying. That incites bullying in schools. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. That's- Unbelievable, folks. It really is crazy. And, you know, you're talking about, like, bullying and stuff. You know, as a comedian, we used to tell fat jokes about people. Everybody's, you know, it goes back to Bob Hope making fun of fat jokes. Now you say one thing. You cannot call anybody fat, no woman, no man, not even a dog. It's called fat shaming. The only, but to me, the only shame is that you couldn't keep that food out of your mouth. So shame on you if you're fat. <laughs> you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. And, and but let me ask you this. Well, I got you. I got another caller too. I'll pass him through along with us here to add him to the conversation. Um, but well, while I got you on the phone, but real quick, uh, what what do you think is the solution? What can we do? I always ask for solutions. What do you think? What can we do to fix this? I have the solution, and I'm going to tell you what the solution is. Like you said, we are standing by watching this happen. We are to blame. Well, you know what? We need to make changes. We need to take action. So. I, personally, I am going to be brave, and I'm going to bring back that humor. I'm going to fight for what I believe. I'm going to make people laugh again, and we need to supersede these morons who, who absolutely don't understand or comprehend that all we're trying to do is make people laugh. And I'm working on new comedy. Can I, can I, try, some, can I try a few jokes on you? This is what yeah, I'm sure, go ahead. Can Just, I try go, a joke go ahead. Give me a little skit. Go ahead. You've got time. Go ahead. All right. You know what bothers me about transgenders? No, go ahead. Yeah, you got to be like you and say, no, what bothers you about transgender? You know what bothers what me bothers about transgender? Okay, I got to play along. What bothers you? Every time I go down on them, their nuts get in the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. You got more. I'm sure you got more. Okay. Come on. <laughs> I mean, don't knock these transgender guys. I mean, sucking them off is like sucking a giant clit. And what guy doesn't love a big <laughs> chunk of pussy? There you go. Come on, give me, give me some more. Give me some more. I got two Nothing. callers. I got a bunch of people calling in now. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with putting seafood and sausage on one plate. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Get it? <laughs> I mean, you would go down on a trans guy, right? No. No, I wouldn't. No. No, you would. What's that? I wouldn't go down on him. No. Why is that? I don't go that way. I'm sorry. I'm straight. Okay. All right. Let me let me change topics then. And what's with abortion? Right. Everybody's talking pro-choice, pro-life. If I'm having a kid, I'm pro-living a good life. For me, if my girl gets pregnant, I'm getting a dust buster right up her snapper and the fetus in the crapper. <laughs> that was dirty right there. <laughs> that was dirty right there. Whoa, I say the crowd's gone. The crowd's gone. Ooh, right now. So you got to collect. Going to lead them on now. 
Well, well, real, uh, real quick, I'm not to cut you off. What, what, where did you, did you do stand-up comedy anywhere like that? that we're familiar with it, just small places, or what, what? Tell me a little bit about your career. Well, I've been torn for quite some time, but wait, let me give you a political joke, okay? Um, wait, so what's All your right. thought on the pro-choice joke? You're not, are you are you pro-choice? Uh, I'm um, I'm uh, I believe uh, in uh, I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life. But that joke's no good. Yeah, no, it's it's good, it's good, it's good. But I'm I'm a pro-life type of guy. There's nothing wrong with that. I I can I can go along with the crowd if we're there. If you're if you're a stand-up guy and you're doing that, I'll go along with you if we're there for having a good time. We're not having a serious political discussion that we're trying to uh, stop nuclear war, uh, stop a nuclear war right now. You know, <laughs> we're just having we're drinking and having fun. You know. I'm with you. All right. Did you hear about the intelligent man who voted for Donald Trump? No. Neither did I. <laughs> that was a good one. Now we've got some Trump fans on here. Let me put somebody through here. Let me put another caller here through. I got two, three, wait, four, and I got on, well, another private caller. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. No, I'm going to leave you on. I'm going to leave you on the air. I'm going to leave you on. I'm going to leave you on with, with the other callers. They might feed into this with you. Go ahead, private caller. Go ahead, okay. John, with this black gentleman here. Man, we're having a day of unprecedented, ain't we? I mean, we've got two. I mean, look what just happened. And uh, uh, never before in the history of the United States has the speaker been upended. And, uh, you know, uh, here we are. We're living through it. But, you know, I'm I'm really liking this conversation you're having, Joe. And I'll tell you why it is. Because, you know, we always get to the speaker of the house later, you know. Cause, but I would like to point out it is unprecedented in, in the entire history of the United States. But, uh you know, my woke is Maoism with an American twist. And after you, people ask the question, well, what can we do about it? Well, the reason it's got as much traction as it has is because initially it's presented to people. And let's face it, we got a society that's being increasingly feminized. There's no doubt about it. Let's not pretend it isn't. The universities, the college campuses, business, even the armed forces are becoming feminized. And when you have a society becoming feminized, you don't want to offend anybody. I mean, not offending people is a paramount virtue. And that's the way it was presented. We don't want to give offense. We don't want to bully anybody. We don't want to put anybody down. It's just an idea. Of, and it kind of folds in this notion of equity and equality and all this other job, right? You know how to, you know how to work. But see, it's Maoism. And eventually... Yeah. The, the 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 knives come out, you know the the the, the fist that the uh, the iron fist and the velvet glove the velvet glove gets taken off and then the iron fist is there and then they start to beat you over the head and shoulders with politically correct wokeism, and that's what they've gotten to do. And what we've got to do is expose to them the nature of this thing, where it originated historically, and what happened to the countries that adopted it full bore. All we got to do is show, tell people is it's not about being nice. These people who are, who are instituting this wokeism, these people are criticizing and doing a long march to all the because they want to take them over. And you better believe this, my friend. When they take over all these institutions and they get ultimate control, they're going to crack down with socialist discipline. That's what they call it. And all the little red guards out there, the BLM types and the Antifas and all the disruptors on the college campuses, they call these little Ivy-covered North Koreas, 
They call universities the college campuses. What they're going to do since they're so disruptive and they're so counter to good socialist discipline, they're either going to put them in a labor camps or they're going to stand them against the wall and they're going to shoot them because they've got too much trouble to deal with. They have to be tamed. Yeah. And these useful yeah. idiots don't even realize they're being used as useful idiots. Well, what about the gentleman that got on the phone here with about, you, what you, sir, what do you, sir? Yeah, go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Sir, what do you think about, sir? What do you think about transgenders? <laughs> but yeah, you know, uh, you know, I, I tell you this. I, I've never understood how it is that you can extol mental illness to a virtue. That's what I think. I think we have a lot of mentally ill people along the spectrum of mental illness. Some of them are functional. Some of them are hysterical in the middle, and some of them are totally dysfunctional, even suicidal. But nonetheless, every aspect of it is a form of mental illness. That's what I think about it. And in and, and, and past, when we used to say mental illness was a disease that needed treatment, we are now saying transgenderism is a protected ethnic class that needs to be protected with special laws. I ain't never seen nothing oh, like wait. it. You explain it to me, because I can't explain it to anybody else once, if you accept the premise that what I just said is so, because I definitely believe people who are at odds with healthy body parts that match their chromosomal makeup, and they believe there's something wrong with them, they need to be mutilated and altered, have to be mentally ill. That is a, a prima facie evidence of mental illness. Well, here's the thing. I got a question for you. You're talking about, you know, wokeness. I agree with you and freedom of speech, but I bring up transgenders and I'm cracking jokes about transgenders and you're saying they're mentally ill. So in, in essence, that has triggered you. That makes you woke. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying I want to stop an adult from doing what they want to do. To, they want to mutilate their body. That's their business. If they're adult and they're able to make a, a consent, you know, like I said, mental illness, they're along the spectrum of mental illness. I, not all transgenders are equal in their mental illness. We don't restrict the activities of adults simply because they're depressed slightly or because, you know, they're alcoholics or because, you know, they, they have a problem with delusions and pretty much go on their way without interfering with anybody else. I don't want to interfere with anybody's right to mutilate themselves. I'm simply acknowledging and recognizing that it is a mental illness. Now, the question is to what degree it is, not whether or not it is. Okay, but let me ask you this. Are you too much of a man to go down on a girl that has a penis? Uh, I ain't even interested, man. I ain't look at no man's hairy back. I got to ask him that shit. I ain't never done that in my life. I want to look at a man's hairy back, hairy ass. I got to ask him that shit. Hell no. Got no interest whatsoever. Zero. I'm talking about. And look I'm here, talking about whatever floats, whatever floats your boat. Hey launch that sucker, push that sucker down the skids, get in the water, and paddle your ass off. But leave me out. Well, listen, I have no problem doing that, and I want to talk. If I want to talk about shoving a trans woman's pole so far down my throat, it comes out my butthole. That's my right as an American. If it's consensual, be my guest. But here's what I don't want anybody to do. When I make when I make my observations and criticisms about it, you better not stand in my way. I'm going to make whatever criticisms or observations that I feel I have a right to, my inalienable right under the First Amendment to the United States Constitution, and you better believe I'm going to express it as big as I intend to. 
Well, I have the right to say that if I want to go down on a lady who has a penis and I want to suck her off, I'm going to do it. So I say you are a hypocrite. You are. I will fight to the death for your right to say that, sir. And I will also fight for the death to say you got to be out your motherfucking mind. <laughs> well, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. You do I'll that. Be my, my guest. Be my guest. I'll say my. I'll say my body, my choice. How about that? I, I, again, I, to the death, baby. You and me to the death on that proposition. We are united wholly in that aspect. What's that? I said we are completely united in that proposition, but not the others. I'll say, I'll say Dick tastes good, and I'm a man. Yeah, it would be my guess, man. Hey, you know, they said there's a lot of protein in, in a, a teaspoon of semen from what I hear. You might be getting into some nutrition <laughs> with as well. Hey, so, hey, so, hey, baby, look, if it's doing good for you, then just keep on doing it. All I'm saying is I think it's a form of mental illness. I don't think children should be – I think parents should be able to have complete autonomous control over that. Anybody who does that should be tried of any number of felonies when it comes to children, especially children who are likely to be sexually confused and regret the decision where they're an adult. But for an adult, hey, as long as you're mentally competent to make decisions about surgeries or whatever or taking drugs, be my guest. It ain't my call. Well, what's your take on people who say uh, pro-choice? I mean, if I, if, I, if I knock up one of my girlfriends and I don't want to have the baby, I want to abort it, what's your feelings on that? Okay, here's what I want you to, I want, here's what I want you to respond to this statement. Every single successful abortion ends a human life. Now, is that or is that not true? Let me say that again now. Every single successful abortion ends an emergent, nascent human life. Is that true or not true? That is true. Okay, good. Now, if we're going to have this discussion, we're going to say abortion is a great thing that needs to be done for the freedom of the mother and or peripherally, because men ain't got no rights in this regard, maybe the freedom from the father from child support. But, of course, we immediately it is for the woman to have her freedoms to go to college or uh, get a job or uh, go to basic training or whatever it is she wants to do. Okay, fine. But let's start calling it what it is. Legally justifiable homicide instead of trying to pretend that what they're killing is just an amorous bunch of cells that isn't human life. Because every single one of us talking on this phone right now was at that stage of development once upon a time. Now, if we can have at least an honest acknowledgement of what the reality of abortion is, then maybe I can look at it a little bit more straight, and I'll be ready to have a real discussion about it. But the thing is, I, you know, you're coming off like a snowflake. What do you mean snowflake? I'm about as tough as nails, bro. You kidding? I've been through the ringer of life. I've experienced every sort of hardship there is to imagine in life. So believe me, I ain't no snowflake, not by a long shot. I'm talking about with my with my hands, enduring rifle fire, machine gun fire, every goddamn thing else. And I've come out triumphant, at least whole. So no, I know what it's like to be to, to experience hardship and everything else. Believe me, I do. Believe me, I do. I'm not a snowflake. In fact, I'm about as tolerant as anybody can be. Just don't expect me to celebrate this shit. I'm not about to do it. 
I'm tired of many things that are legal and constitutional. I am not about to celebrate it. If you try to make me celebrate, you're going to have a fight on your hand. Well, I was just trying to make people laugh with my humor, but you came off as a hypocrite. And I can so laugh at it, too. Actually, I laughed at your jokes. I thought some jokes were pretty funny, as long as they're jokes. But when it comes to a serious discussion, I'm going to discuss serious things seriously. Look, here's what okay, I recommend the most. I, on, sorry, I used sorry. to talk about Eddie on. Murphy. You go ahead. Yeah, I, well, I used to, look, I used to love Eddie Murphy and his wife thing. With, remember when he did the thing in his red leather jumpsuit, and he was cracking about Jackie Gleason taking up the butt with Ed, Ed Norton and Jackie Gleason? Oh, that was the funniest goddamn thing I ever heard, I think. I just laughed <laughs> hilariously over that skit. All of that's PC. Uh, and look, that's jokes, man. I can separate jokes from serious discussions about public policy. There's a big difference. And like I said, some of your and jokes may be loud. Sarge. Sarge, maybe that's the problem that the gentleman was bringing up here, is that, you see, there's no room anymore for people in his profession because everyone's so damn serious, and this woke crowd has destroyed it. Well, that's what I agree with him about. We have agreement on that. I mean, I hope he doesn't think we're disagreeing on that. Because we're not. Well, I got I two, three, four. Want to, but talk, talk to this gentleman, too. We bring on two, three, four. Go ahead. Right. Two, three, four. Yeah, well, let me tell you about state-sponsored transgender queer bullshit. That's the reason <laughs> we're headed down the road we are, because people that believe that shit's okay to put on children are in power. Now, you can go suck a, a man's dick. You can do whatever you want to do. That's your choice when you turn 18 years of age. Up until that point, you are a child, and that is recognized by law. These people that push this agenda that it's okay to make let a child choose whether or not they want to be a boy or a girl, they haven't even fucking developed in their mind, let alone their fucking hit puberty yet. That's the problem with this. There's too many people that haven't hit puberty in this world. They're, I don't think a gentleman anywhere – I don't think a gentleman anywhere in the conversation he was having with me or Sarge or anywhere comments that he made was children should be exposed to this. He was just simply making comedy out of the woke crowd and, but, and their uh, beliefs. I don't think he meant uh, children one but, time. <laughs> but, but you have to draw a line where it comes across to children. These, these same people that believe these things where it may be comical to one person where it's a victim to another. Now – but hang on. You have, to, you, have to, you have to walk up When we were watching there. Eddie Murphy, hang on. We were, when we were listening to this comedy in the 80s, we weren't saying, oh, my God, I hope the child down the street doesn't hear this. You know? Right? Yeah, because it was rated R. Most of the things were all parental uh, advised against. You know, you had, you had your discretion. You, didn't, you couldn't go in a movie theater at 10 years old and watch uh, – you can watch Raw. Oh, come on. Movie. We did. We did. We did. You know what's fucking there. Let me, let me you aren't even tall enough to get to the goddamn window to put the money through the thing on the bottom. Let me get a word in there. Let me get a word in there. Let me get a word in there. Hang on, Cave. Hang on, Cave. Hang on, Cave. The gentleman. Okay. Hang on. The gentleman wants to say something. Go ahead, go ahead uh, sir. Mr. 234. Mr. 234. I'll tell you who, you know, you're talking about freedom of speech. I'll tell you who's woke now. You are. Telling me what yeah, I can and can't say and how I'm, I'm going to influence children. Understand this. I'm not woke. I don't have a problem with anybody who wants to do anything. You know, there's been queers, faggots, lesbians in this world forever. <laughs> Go back to Sodom and Gomorrah, but here's what happened. God said that is not right. So if you want to do it, 
that you you have to burn, uh, bear that burden your own. But my thing is, you're not going to tell me the people that have grown up doing this stuff and have been quiet. These other the, the true lesbians or the true queers that stayed in the closet are pissed off at all these assholes that want to be these transgender storytelling fools because what this is is an attention getter. They need attention. Some way or somehow, they've either been mistreated, had no parents, not had a father in the household, or, you know what, sexually abused, let's even call it. But that doesn't give you the right to push that agenda on anybody else, children or other adults, in any line. Because how long this world went together and did things pretty decent here in America? Because if, you, if I have to say so myself, a lot of fucking people swim across uh, oceans and take chances with sharks and shit to get here. If it's so fucking bad the way it was, why were so many people trying to get here? Well, I just want to say this. You don't need to broadcast it. We don't need to know that they're doing something. I I just want to say one more thing. I I understand your point. I want to say one thing, though, and and then you can can give me your answer. I, Mr. Mr. 234, I personally find you you to be a hypocrite because you laugh at black jokes, you laugh at gay jokes, but when I make a transgender joke, you're saying I'm pushing an agenda. You are a transgender's a fucking choice. That's the difference. One hundred percent. You choose. You're not born gay. Period. That's proven fact. X and O chromosomes. There are some very rare instances with hermaphrodites that are born with both genitalia, but they don't go back and forth, they make a choice. In their mind, they have it. They just were born. There's a freak accident happened. So the choice that you're making isn't making me a hypocrite. You're the hypocrite because you look at it like I have to accept that. It's a choice. Well, that's your choice. Go ahead. That doesn't make it right. That doesn't make it wrong. But the thing is, it's a choice. It's not something you're born with, and you can't say it is. Well, I say you should support the LGBTQ for fuck them. you. Fuck them and fuck the rainbow flag. All right, watch the language, everybody. Watch the language, please, on that. I don't because well, I, 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 I'll tell you one thing. I can't see the difference in that. But here's the thing, though. I can't. I know, but, but I, I know we're pushing it, though. We're why pushing why it, would any comedian? Why would any comedian want to forego such a target-rich environment as transgenderism? I mean, that is the most target-rich environment imaginable, and yet they want to forego it? you got to be kidding me. If you're a comedian, you're going to say, oh, hell yeah. This is is something I'm going to dive into first. Hey, comedians have had – I'll give you this 100%. I stand right behind you. You you listen to everybody that's a comedian. Uh, Rogan, all the other people that hang out with Rogan and stuff, these people have said for the last five years they can't do their job. They have the hardest time doing it. But it's not just about transgenderism. It's about racism. It's about white. It's about American. If you say something bad about a fucking Somalian or a a, a Uh. Mexican or someone from wherever, you can't make any jokes on their line either because you're you're deemed out of line. And And I say... Wait a minute. You better not say anything good about George Washington or Thomas Jefferson. You better not even say anything good about them. That'll trigger these crazy people. And what you just said, Sarge, you can't even say anything good about them. 
Now, I'm not even talking about being negative or. Uh, all right, all right. Let the gentleman speak. Let the gentleman make his comment back. Yeah. Let the gentleman have to, you know, but like, get his viewpoint. Absolutely. Now. I mean, we're kind of like overrunning, yeah. yelling at him. Let him, let him have his say. No, I'm not. Yeah, he's giving a chance to talk. I, I understand his comment. No, I mean, every time he tries to talk, though, we start screaming at him. You know, like, give, him a, give him a chance to talk. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, <laughs> if he well, wants to call you guys, you guys bring up listen. You have your convictions and your passions, and then that's fine. All I'm just trying to say is that if we're going to joke about things, we got to, we, we, you know, if we're going to laugh, if we're going to laugh at racial humor, black humor, Mexican sir, humor, sir, 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 your background noise. You got bad background noise, sir. You got bad background noise when you're talking. I don't know if you're There's your something wrong there because what? we're not talking about making jokes like that. We're talking about you can do that. We used to be able to do that, or like we said, but now. If you do do it, you're demonized. And you're yeah, demonized the by the people I make joke, that that's their lifestyle. The true lifestyle of like when the, I make the it, Judaism. In the, yeah. Uh, mm. you, you bring up good points, too. You know, the thing is that we should allow humor on both sides. You know, that's the thing. Yes. You can't laugh at one side yeah. and not joke about the other. Exactly. 100%. I think, I think what their else. concern is, sir, I think what the concern is is that Today, with the agenda that's going on, is that people are pushing it upon the younger crowd, and I think that's what fans the flames, where people won't accept anything about it anymore. You know, I think that's Joe, maybe, you know what? maybe what they're getting at. It's not just I about think, the, the younger kids well, either. It's more or less if you hang on, uh, Kay, Kay, talk, hang on. I was asking him. Hey, I was trying to get his viewpoint on that, and then you, you everyone yeah. get a chance. Not just the kids. I was asking him. Everybody's getting labeled. Well, Joseph, thank you for allowing me to speak. Yes. But you know, I I, yeah. I like to I like to share your sentiments. You bring up a good point. I think what the problem is with comedy and what's getting scary in this world is that not only are they stopping us from telling jokes, but the new comedians who are coming forward, these liberal comedians, they're brainwashing the new generation <laughs> on what they should and should not laugh at, and that's what's scary. Exactly. Yes, that is that's, yeah. that's a, uh, a brain. And we saw an example of it. Correct. We saw an example of it. Uh, look, look, if this gentleman was, uh, was standing up on stage right now, Dave, and you were in the audience, and he said, "I think you're a hypocrite," you got angry. It's it part of what he, you know, he's just trying. What he's trying to do is just feed off the. What? He's trying to make a, a, a joking situation and scenario out of this. You know, yeah, he's but, not being a, it's like we're in a political Joe. argument right you now. That was his point in the get There's a line there. You have to understand the line that's been drawn now because of anti-Semitism and everything else like that, where you can put racism. There's a line where you can make a joke about something, but when you call someone yes. a hypocrite, you can't call me a hypocrite because I believe they ruined it. They ruined that line. Yes, that was the point he was moral, trying to make. They ruined moral, that line. Moral and legal and lawful does not make me a hypocrite because someone wants to be unmoral, unlawful, or unlegal. If that makes me a hypocrite, Dave. then put me in there at the top. Dave, Dave, I know, but back 20 years wait, ago, like someone would have said wait, that. Wait, wait, Joe, Joe, can I get, can I get Mike's take on yes, this? Mike, what's yes, your thoughts on uh, – Mike brings up a good point. Mike, what's your thoughts on um, what I said about – You got that background noise there, sir, your background noise. Like, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. When you're talking, you got some kind of echo there. I don't know what it is. That's Mike's side. That's Mike. Um, somebody, somebody's got some background noise. There's something going noise. on on Mike's phone. I don't know. Mike, are you in a garage or something? 
What's his name? Is Tay. Still there? I, but, but, I'd like to know I'm on mute when uh, I'm not talking there, uh, uh, Joe. Okay. So, so yeah. the other gentleman, right, two, I'm three, the, four, I just unmuted myself. Said, so, yeah, no, it's not me. Okay, okay, okay. So I want to speak to the gentleman about talking about uh, hypocrisy. What's your take on – I want to get your views and your take on this new generation of comedians who are, who are basically, um, I would say, hypnotized by the libs to brainwash the new generation of, of people who like comedy on what they can can and cannot laugh at. Well, that's that's a fine line there, too, where you're going to have to decide whether um, – I, I don't believe that they're doing a good thing at all. You should be able to say what you want. You have your freedom of speech, but yet to try and politicize or demonize someone – through that method of comedy like they're trying to do. And that's a big thing because comedy touches – I mean, if you can't laugh, if music and comedy are everything in this world, if you don't have one, either one of those two going on in your life, you're miserable, son of a gun, period. And for someone to – let's say, for instance, you wanted to go to church, but you couldn't figure out which church you wanted to go to. So you have the people in your neighborhood telling you you go to the Muslim church or go to the Christian church or you have other people go to Judaism. When you have one side that says that, you know, push you that way, there's an agenda there. And I don't believe their agenda is very it's, – it's not a good thing, I don't think, especially aimed at the younger, the younger group. Does everyone have to have an agenda all the time? Is there always an agenda behind everybody like. or is it just, you know, I mean, or do people honestly believe what they believe? Uh, I mean, I think an agenda is uh, – it's a goal, more or less. That's who I would like to say it's, a, it's their goal. When you say agenda, people think, oh, that's just another word. But what's their goal? What is their end goal and what they're trying to put into your mind or what they're projecting to other people? That's what they have people have to look at like that. You know, is it good? Is it, is it Are we that paranoid evil? that we have to look at everybody's goals when they talk to us or, or everyone has an agenda today? Is that what these political we people have, have done to American culture and American what, society? Yeah. That, you 100%. Know? Yep. Yep, 100%, Joe. You're exactly right. That's exactly what's happened, and that's propaganda through media, and it goes all the way back through the beginning of time that you could start telling lies. I mean, we have a Congress that passed a bill. I can't remember the damn name of it. I keep meaning to look it up. Wasn't Obama passed a law that paid a lie to the public through the media? Didn't didn't something like that pass like two years ago, five years ago, some shit? Sarge might know what I'm talking about. There's over one million. I mean, it's, it's not actually, it's not yeah. actually a law. It's a, a court ruling that the politicians can lie to you with no fear of being uh, accused of crime unless it's an illegal proceeding or it's an indu- uh, inducement to commit fraud. Other than that, they can lie to you, yeah. Unbelievable. Right there, that tells you anybody that voted for that or thinks that's okay is a piece of shit. <laughs> there ain't no way around it. If you can't be honest, there's no. There, I don't. I just think there's no place for well, it anymore. What, the, what, what they're trying to say is that the First Amendment protects lying. That's what they're saying. First Amendment protects uh-huh. lies too. Just not in a legal proceeding where you're under oath or you're under a deposition or some manner like that, where say or investigative agencies like the FBI, for Christ's sake. Is uh, is interviewing you, and you just tell them a deliberate lie to mislead them uh, in the course of the investigation. 
Other than that, lying is is constitutional. Now, if you you all well-fullingly know with 100% certainty and truth that you're lying to someone to deceive them, I don't care if it's to the law, to your mother, to your father, to your sister, to whoever, to another human being. If you do that, you're a piece of shit because you have no good agenda, no goal good uh, for the outcome. And that, that's – I can't say anything so else. So Trump is a liar then because he inflated the uh, value of his property, huh? <laughs> there was no victim. <laughs> right. Yeah, but there was no victim. There was no victim. Nobody was defrauded of anything. He paid more taxes to the state of New York. Uh, the institutions got back their money with interest. People got hired as a result of the job. Um, you know, there was no injury. And that's one of the things that the New York Supreme Court said was there had to be an injury to someone as a result of the fraud. And right. just like you said, Sarge, in New York, of all places, probably the worst place for a comedian to try and make a, a stand now or to do anything to get out of that cesspool is you have call-in abortion now you can get you can use your telephone and from the and the, the mayor of new york city said from the comfort of your home to make the one of the most important decisions of your life because you decided to lay down and spread your legs and i and you know what i am a pro-life 100 percent and i believe abortion should be allowed if and i'm not even talking about uh Incest, because if you're of age and make a choice to lay down with somebody and you know that someone in your family, you're a piece of shit, and it, uh, abortion should not be used as a contraceptive. It should be used to have to save the, the life of the mother or the baby, however, whichever, how it goes, and not a choice because you decided you got pregnant, yeah, you're out whoring around, being a bar whore, and whatever, that's how you get out of it. That doesn't, that, that projects nothing. That's, that's. The goal agenda there is murder. How many kids can we murder? That's the the, the idea behind the uh, pro-choice. I believe well, choice. I'm never. I've never been one to assign a lesser value to any human life. All, all I can say is this: I think the only legitimate abortion there is, no matter how that human life is conceived. I don't care how it's conceived, not under what circumstances. The only for me, the only legitimate purpose for an abortion is a therapeutic one where the life or health of the mother is in jeopardy. I will not assign yeah. a lesser value to any human life, especially one that is as innocent as one in the womb. I'm just not going to do it. Or, what, what about rape, though? You know, Sergeant, someone's raped. Again, I, I, again I said That's no human yeah. life, no, ma- no matter how it is conceived, is lesser than any other human life inherently. That's just uh, a the private caller. That I am not going to violate. That's mine. Uh, to the other side of the caller out there, so what are you doing now for work? Are you totally out of the comedian, or what are you doing now on the side? Are you doing something close to that, well, uh, acting, or what's going on? Well, to tell you the truth, I'm bartending now. That's the only thing I could do. I mean, I was I was doing comedy <laughs> for quite some time, but I... But I, uh, I, did, um, I did comedy for uh, about 11 years. And I had edgy good comedy, and now you go out on stage, you, you just can't say anything. And even the people who want to laugh, they get uptight because they're afraid to laugh because of cancel culture and all these woke, um, these woke zombies. I mean, they're just. I mean, it's turning into a dictatorship. It really is. I mean, they're telling us what to say, what to do, 
and it's really, really scary. So I understand that you, brought up, you, know, you, you guys brought up some valid points, but how about how about bartending? How bad happening. does it affect you that way? I mean, bartending. I used to do it as well. Boy, that's it's not much more different than comedian work because I mean, you have to interact with people, and you just the bartender usually is the guy that says, "Hey, you know, what's up, shit for brains?" Or here comes uh, Fu Manchu or yeah. whatever. You can't say nothing. That's got to you suck, know. You man. It does suck. You know, you even say to you say to your buddies like, "Don't act like a retard." Now you say that. You lose the job. <laughs> yeah, you will. That's true. Yeah, you will. You know, you're not condemning the- anybody. You're not putting anybody down. That was actually a legitimate, scientific, medically uh, approved term, retardation. <laughs> but now, if you, if you throw it at your friend, if you throw it at your friend because he does something stupid, then all of a sudden you're a bad person. You know, you're, you know. And it's no different than you calling be, somebody you a lose fag. job. Well, we, we got to remember the, 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 this censorship and the self-censorship is the whole purpose of it. Human beings yeah. help to construct reality by the words they use. The fact that we are communicating right now with each other means that we have a common understanding of words. That is how we help to shape, construct, and understand reality itself. The whole purpose of wokeism and most Marxist indoctrination is to shape words, force you to use words and concepts that deny objective truth. That is what these people are doing to us. It is the, the whole purpose of what they're doing, even the useful idiots who don't even understand it. They're just told to go out and do it. So crazy that you guys ever heard of Howard Stern? He used to be so edgy. Now he said he was woke. <laughs> yeah, didn't he know? <laughs> what goes around comes around, man. Full circle. Yeah, well, I don't like that guy too much. Well, listen, I said my cards. I appreciate the conversation with you guys. It's nice to. Where are you uh, you from? Where are you from? If you don't mind me asking, the comedian. Yeah, I'm from I'm from Shirley, Long Island. Okay. Okay. Well, come on back. Hey, you don't have to agree (laughs) with us to have a conversation with us. We don't require agreement, just clarity. That's all we ask for. Not agreement, That's it. just clarity. And that you're you not buddies from? with Warren. Where are you, where are you fellas from? Uh, I'm from Akron, Ohio. I, I, I'm originally oh, a Chicago, a but I'm an, expatriate, I'm an expatriate from Chicago living in Georgia. I had to get the hell out of that junk. Oh. God bless you. I'm from North Carolina. Three, four. Where are you from? North Carolina. Fantastic. Beautiful place. Well, listen, you guys stay Akron, safe. Ohio, here. Fight the good fight. Fight the good Thank fight. Thanks. Have a great night. Thanks for the comedy Bye-bye. and your I opinion. Like I mean, it's, good to, it's good to hear that. Good luck to you, sir. And come on back when you're ready. All right. We'll do. Have a good one. Or if you're not ready, right, come good. on back anyway. <laughs> come on back, man. We'll, we'll be gentle. Right. We'll use Vaseline. <laughs> there you go. Now you got to Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That was a joke. You know, that, that was, was a good, joke. That was, yeah, that was a good conversation, though. Good conversation. But that's, that's you know, and what he, I saw what he was doing, and there's nothing wrong with that at all, and he made some valid points. But this is what they turned the field into. Everybody wants to fight now, you know? <laughs> you know, everybody wants to fight. Hey, you know, stuff, you know? But, Joe, I got, look, given what we're confronted with, Joe, some fights are just worth having. 
some viewpoints are simply irreconcilable. Like I said, they're like matter and antimatter. They cannot exist in the same place at the same time. Some I fights you just got to have. I and sometimes I if you don't I have that fight, then it ain't even worth living for. Exactly. We don't, don't want to fight for anything. You're not willing to live for anything. Well, I'll tell you what. I'd like to know where the full crowd is tonight. Where's Lorianne at? Where's American Statesman? Where was everybody? Where is everybody? I can think of a dozen She had all kinds of trouble last season. night, didn't she? Oh. Yeah, we had a good one yeah. last night. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? What so do you mean? I'm down oh, at my Akron City Council meeting. Joe, I'm at my Akron City Council meeting, and I see yeah. uh, 10, literally 10 people walk in that are of no uh, North American descent whatsoever. And, I mean, we're talking the guy yeah. that looked like you're, he was from the, now? Uh, the movie Jumanji. Uh, no, 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 it was yesterday. And okay. there's a thing, there's a, uh, there's a group called Global... Global Meat, I think is the name of them. Anyway, they brought 10 people in, and they are doing 21 days in America, and they're from New Palestine, Jordan, Syria, Kuwait, uh, Tunisia, northern North Africa, you guys keep talking. Morocco, I got several I got different out of my places. Room for nope. One second in my office here. You guys keep talking. Go ahead. Okay. So they, these guys come in. And the first thing they do, because Akron is a sanctuary city, and I understand what they're trying to do. They're, they're basically they're making a tour, trying to figure out where all of these fleeing refugees can post up in America. And basically, that's exactly what these guys said, speaking for all. Because the other nine didn't speak a lick of English, and the guy that did speak was very broken. But I had to watch it and record it, and I thought to myself. If you don't listen to what this guy says, I'll send it to Joe. The agenda that this group of people, and they're 25 to 35 years of age, we are shit out of luck. Because if that's what's coming, we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. Not not even talking about we're already in trouble. This agenda is totally Muslim and Quran-based, and they are dead set on it, and they are going to be in Iowa tonight. All right, everybody, I got 970 wants to jump in here to conversation. And Louisiana in a day or two. Hello, hello, this is Alan. How yeah, you doing today, Late Joseph? as usual, Hi. Alan. Okay, go ahead. Well, I've been sitting there for a little while. <laughs> um, I love the conversation tonight. This is actually energetic. It shows that uh, people are starting to pay attention. Um, but I, I'd like him to go ahead and continue with uh, what he was talking about. Yeah, that the council stuff. They uh, they spoke for about 20 minutes, but it's a sanctuary city here. We have a lot of Nepalians, and I am starting to see a lot of the uh, I don't know if you want to call them Latinos, Mexicans, whatnot. I, I understand that, but this this what they were doing yesterday. My city council, my newly elected mayor, starting in January, is 32 years old, and he is a Muslim, and they spoke down on Christianity in my city council meeting. And I stood up, and I said, excuse me, you can fuck off, you can kiss my ass, and if you think that that's going to be allowed in my country, 
how you're speaking of it, well, you better come with more than 10 people, boss. And I left. And I'll probably never go back again. I don't want to go back. I hope you didn't say, did you say F off? I said, kiss my ass and F off. Exactly what I said, because what he was saying, man, it's very disturbing. Hey, Ron Rex in the chat room. Hey. I just, I don't understand where our, oh my God, where are our elected leaders? I mean, my new mayor's going to be 32 years old. It's not like he's going to go anywhere anytime soon. Our elected well, leaders, they're just fine. The biggest problem is yeah. everyone that financed their campaign in order to get into the office was already Correct. Chinese operatives that assisted them. And that's what we well, have to start I don't know about that. The, the, I don't know about Chinese operatives. I, I do. <laughs> that's the problem. I do. When we we're looking at uh, hundreds of millions of dollars that has come from China, we're talking about our entertainment industry. We're talking hundreds about of millions Budweiser. Of we're talking about Budweiser. We're talking about the President of the United States, Biden, as well. But when we're talking about Disney and Budweiser, how is that affecting? Well, take a look at what happened to Budweiser when they sit there and tried to sit there and pull the trigger too soon. Oh, was that too soon? Yes. We do. Bob Hope and Address is still Bob Hope and Address. I don't care what the hell you do. It's been for 150 years and since the beginning of time, comedy. Why? You want proof of that? Go back into the Chinese. Uh, women cannot get up on stage, so men have to sit there and dress kabuki. Okay? It's a, it's a law. used to be the blacks could not get on stage. And so that people that were sympathetic to the blacks would actually put a black face on to represent their plight. And now take a look at what happened to them. They're now, instead of, you know, exonerated as they should, you know, trying to stop human suffering, they're now put down for wearing a blackface. Al Jolson was, was an advocate. He was one of the first av- activists on the side of a black plight. And, yeah, and now take a look at that. Yeah, Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima, the reason why Aunt Jemima was uh, mentioned is because she fed hundreds of thousands of people, okay, on next to nothing. And she made sure of it. She was, again, one of the biggest black activists that they ever had. And look what they have done to that. They have destroyed the value of what it is to be a person and replaced it with the stereotype of their choice. And then we're so eager in order to sit there and pick up that stereotype. That's me. I'm the patriotic white guy wearing a flag or the poof that's wearing a dress and you can't quite identify whether it's supposed to be male or female either way. You just Hell, don't if you're a Republican, they label you like that. Well, if you're Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. It's the easiest way in order to be able to discredit people and the easiest uh, reverse compass. If you're trying to go north, I got news for you. All these compasses are pointing south. So which way do you have to go? Well, as soon as you know it's south, you go the other way. These are reverse compasses, and uh, there's nobody that's actually countering that. There's nobody that is organized that is in front of the public that is presenting this. The biggest problem is, yes, we have wonderful shows. We have Joseph uh, doing shows. We have uh, people that have come out of AM radio and, and coast to coast that used to be guests you know, on a regular basis come back 
because it's gotten that far out of hand, but nobody's organized. Nobody's actually putting it all together. Nobody to combat the ADLs. Nobody. Well, that goes into uh, terrible self-promotion, but um, uh, I'll leave it at that. If you want to find out about some of our efforts, there's been a lot of money spent on a uh, website called streamlife.tube. And it's one of the um, uh, outlets that I've been inviting Joseph for. Uh, normally, it costs you money in order to get, you know, these type of services. And uh, some of the services aren't fully available yet. But uh, I'm hoping to get Joseph in on the ground floor of that. Right now, we well, have about well, Alan, it's, it's like this, Alan. It's like this. It's like this, Alan. The commercials should pay for the host. The commercials, the sponsors should pay for the website, not the web, not the, not the, uh, the. Uh, the uh, people that are putting the content up there, you know, the sponsors well, should pay for all that. But you know something? Other than finding Joe's Tire and used Tire down the street, um, that is local. The only thing he wants to do is advertise locally. He doesn't want to advertise on the Internet. And anybody else advertising, should, should we go to Arizona Ice Tea? You mean go back to the corporate, the ones that are paying for the lie to begin with? Or how about Wait if I go second. to Pfizer no. and have them sponsor no. my show? No, Alan, no, Alan, because if you got Joe from North Carolina, you're going to want, you know, and listeners are coming in from North Carolina to the website to listen. You know, what good is Joe's tire in Arizona going to do the guy in Carolina? That's not what it's about. That's you why know? we've introduced yeah. this because there's, again, Joe in North Carolina, when you need to advertise, it's the worst time in order to spend money to advertise. And it's an absolute gamble every time. And um, that's what a lot of our smaller businesses have. So what we've done is we've made an advertising platform. Uh, currently, it has 1.5 mil, but we're, we're growing exponentially. And uh, what we've done is we've come up with a $200 a month, uh, $50 a week, okay, for advertising full bore on four or five different live streams. And these streams are not cut off. This is, these are the streams I want to include you in on the uh, main broadcast because uh, one of them is going to be story time, relaxing music, uh, things like that. Another one is going to be all news. Another one's going to be UFO. And how, do people get to this? Be... how do people get to this site? Well, uh, the main site for it right now is streamlife.tube. And right now I am one of the contacts for the sales and stuff like that, but we're still designing the sales platform, and we're looking for people that would be flexible enough in order to join now. Alan, you know what people uh, want? Make... Alan, Alan, hang on. Time out, Alan. Listen, this is what, what I'm doing right now to you is what people want, number one. Okay, number two is what people want is they want to be able to turn their phone on and click, click, click on a little app on their phone and listen to it. That's what they want. They don't want to log into an anything or well, enter a password. It's already on the way. It's already you know? on the way. The app's on the way. The website's on the way. Uh, my personal expense was around ten thousand dollars on the program. I've got an no, app. I'm saying right here on Facebook. All, I've got an app. All... I got the API and everything. You know. Okay. Are you going to start app. CBS or ABC? I don't know what I. I don't know NBC? nothing about that app stuff. I'm just letting you know I got well, an app. You guys can have what it or whatever. Doing. I don't care. What we're doing is we're going out and we're getting content. For the new ABC, and we're building it the same way under the same marketing that they did at that time. And do you know what the strongest sales point of ABC, NBC, and CBS were? Don't care about ABC, CBS, and whatnot. I'm telling you, I've got my own app that that you can create anything you want on it. 
I'm telling you, I have the app key and everything. It just need people to use it. I just know how to. I don't know how to use it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take a look at that and um, uh, send me an email on that, and I'll, I'll, I'll explore that myself and see what we can do with that immediately. Maybe I know you can get a button created. Uh, you can get a button well, created, saying, and you know that button. We might well, be I got able to. For a uh, second, you know. Oh, sorry. You get a button created, and that button, if you could download it, then you can send it out to your subscribers, and now now they have a button to put on their phone. Boop, now they want to listen oh, to your stream. Gotcha. Boop, they just click on the button. Hey, yeah, it takes you forever okay. to explain it. That's what, you know, <laughs> nobody listens. Anyway, well, yeah, um, so if that's the way you want to expand. Can, I'll, I'll take a look at that. I'll see if I can make it work for you, and we'll get that uh, uh, link out for you. Yeah. All right, anyway, real quick, that's, real that's, quick, everybody that's listening. Sorry, go ahead, Sarge. I'm sorry. You want to say something, Sarge? I want to say something, but... Dave, go ahead. Okay, I'll speak now. Okay, yeah. The biggest talk show radio I know of around in our area is called WNIR, and they have an app like you're talking about, Joe, and they are through ABC, uh, like Alan's saying, because I, I know that on the, every hour they come on and they play their bullshit uh, news, and but that's all you hear from ABC. But then everything else is local sponsors, like, you know, you have your, your car uh, repair shops, you have your yeah. restaurants or whatnot, and it seems like it – they're nationwide. They're just, they're pretty big. I don't know if you get a chance to look it yeah. look it up. It's wnir.com. Yep. That's, well, that that's might the be thing one right of them that we pull into our our consortium, especially uh, if they're semi-independent. There's a lot of fifty percent or fifty-fifty licenses out there with private and stuff like that. But that's exactly what we're trying to do: is underwrite and under well, basically torpedo the mainstream media. Now, we have a uh, transmitter going up in uh, Fort Collins, Background uh, Colorado. We have, we have another one uh, that's a new one that's going up in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Currently, we have two in Chicago, two in Milwaukee, and one in Fort Collins. So, um, oh, we also have one in uh, South Carolina somewhere. I, I'd have to get that information. But this is the network for the... Um, actual FM or AM broadcast that we have right now. Uh, we can get people transmitters, and we also uh, can get people licensing through WBOU as a satellite. Which we will be, and, going, uh, which we will be going back to that. Uh, what was that? I just lost my train of thought there. Oh, God. Uh, what were you saying again? Repeat that last couple sentences you said there. I forgot. Oh. Talk about licensing. Well, it's the licensing in order to be able to set up. A, uh, a, a FM radio station up to 500 watts. We're not encouraging 500 watts because um, that really does push the envelope a little bit. 100 watts will take care of the average size town. The only thing you need to do is get it on a little bit of height in the town, and, and you'll have the entire town. And yeah, by doing yeah. that, though, if you yeah. have, like, another town over, you have another one, say, at 100 miles exactly. or whatever. Exactly. We're setting this up. And the bigger your links are. Okay. Exactly. And and we're setting this up all under the same banners. Okay. Uh, it is several different websites. We have uh, many different websites, but they all point back to streamlife.tube. May I have $10,000 or a little bit more in my website itself, which is homenetwork.tv. I haven't made a dime out of that. And only because of the network, uh, there's $2,000 worth of live streaming there a month. 
okay? And because I was able to fill all five slots, almost dependently, I, I'm not quite there yet. I, I need a little bit more bandwidth in order to pull it off, but I have all the uh, uh, computer power to do it. 24-hour uh, broadcast um, and all different material, okay? And I can broadcast in high def easily. I've got the equipment to do it. I just don't have the bandwidth. Now, um, well, how many people signed my petition so far? I'm sorry. How many people signed my petition to restore the republic? I, I've got six. I've got 15 well, signers so far, but nobody from Block Talk Radio. Who's got the background I noise? I clicked on that. I clicked on that, and it shut me off. And then I tried twice last night, and it wouldn't let me do it. I'll try it again here right now. Hang on a second. I'm gonna send you another link. Hang on. I'll still put it in the chat room here. The biggest problem uh, I have, and the only problem I have with that, is who said we lost it? Uh, we we they're, did lose our republic. Oh, we're going to lose democracy. It sounds like it does sound like we lost it, but the thing is, we've never lived in a democracy. It's in the chat room, Kate. So instead of instead of coming out and say saving the, the you know the republic, we don't need to save the republic. We just remi- got to remind them that we don't live in a remo- democracy, and what's left? The republic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we lost our republic. We need to restore our republic. That's we need, what we to, need restore, to do. We need to restore order. We have too much corruption. That's all. Restore, restore order. What are you talking about? Restore order. What do you mean? I don't understand um, what you mean by that. Do you really think that having President Biden uh, act as a Chinese operative is not is not uh, disorder? Oh, no, no. Okay. What do you mean so, Chinese I mean, operative? Let's face it. What do you mean Chinese operative? What do I mean? Of course, he, yeah. he compromised the entire U.S. military by a medical experiment that was even included. And the only thing actually is, is medical How do you know this? How do you know this? The rest of the how do you know, how do you know everything. This? Well, because he signed it, in the, and, and we lost 80,000 of our troops almost signed? overnight. What did he sign? What, 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 what Hang on, Alan. What did what, he sign? You he said signed, he signed it. What he, he, signed? Signed, he signed a presidential order. What order? That What's all the, the military that, have what? to be uh, receive the COVID vax. What? And now we have. What, yeah. what are you talking about? You didn't know about that. We lost a heck of a lot of people because uh, they were being forced, whether they had a religious exemption or not, in order to take the COVID. What's that got to do with being a China? Else? What's that got to do with you? What's that got to do with China? Um, who do you think built that bioweapon? Funds in order to sit there and, and, and pay for it. And the group that they belong to, which would include uh, uh, Bush and Obama, okay, did the legislation, the preamble for everything that's happening now. Wait, wait, wait a second here. Let's get back to Chinese operative. You said Biden was a Chinese operative. Yeah. How is he a Chinese operative? And currently how? the U.S. president. He's. What do you mean how? And I know, but how? Look at the money. I know. How is he a Chinese operative? Though? He's I don't received get it. money I don't from. He, he, he brought home, what was it? Uh, it was like $80 million, okay, that, that was yeah. in, in the record that shows that uh, uh, Chinese interests, which are all controlled by the CCP, paid him quite a bit of money. What record? And it what record are you that. talking about? I'm just trying to get the um, facts here. What, what record? record? If, if I was referring to Elvis, no. 
What record can we sit there and well, take you're as not. a common you're not. denominator? If I'm like to Mars and, and I tell you we're going to land on the moon, we're obviously we're going to the wrong place. So I'm trying to figure this out. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, 417 okay, wants to jump well, in here. You'd have to do your basic research yourself for the records. I've seen Okay, I've well, seen I'm asking you. You said you knew. I give you, I'm sorry, Alan. You I give you, you a broad outline, Joe. I give you a broad outline as to what he's saying. <laughs> the, the Judiciary Committee has uncovered a series of suspicious activity reports reported to the Treasury Department by various financial institutions that are licensed and certified by the United States government of transfers that are suspicious active for, for either fraud or undue foreign influence, about 172 of them, many of whom go to bank accounts controlled by Hunter Biden or to addresses where Joe Biden lives. And there are linked agencies to include intelligence and military agencies of the Chinese Communist Party. And they're just scratching the profit. All right, 417, 417, go ahead. What's happening? <laughs> this is Ron Wright. How you doing? I've been listening to you guys. Ron Wright, I'm doing hey. great, man. Hey, what's happening, all? <laughs> yeah, I'm listening to you guys banter right. back and forth over this silly shit. Listen to me, man. I'm going to tell you right yeah. now, there's two facts you got to look at real quick. Just real simple things, okay? One, the American people are extremely fucking stupid and lazy. That's a given. And we're in a land of fucking tart. We got retarded motherfuckers running the show, and they want them there. They ain't running shit. They're right. front man. That's all the fuck they are, man. They're just somebody that you up on front of the stage. Look at this fucker while we're doing shit back here. Like, you know, don't pay attention to what's up my sleeve or what my other hand is doing. See what I'm saying? That's what's going on. It's an illusion. It's an illusional fucking game they're playing with us. And if, you know, most people don't get it. They don't want to. You know, they, they believe, people actually believe this shit will just go a fucking way. But it isn't. It piles up. It keeps coming more and more. Eventually, it'll choke itself out. It'll happen. But it, but the damage will be so catastrophic before the fucking end comes. That's what they're wanting to do. That's what they want. Okay? But the, the point is, they're doing this shit right in front of your face. And a majority of the people in the United States don't get it. You know, they get mad over nothing, and they just simply don't get it. COVID was a right. fucking deal to set up for fucking to win the election. To get Joe Biden in there. We all know that. Well, there are those who deny it. No, Joe is the greatest man that ever fucking lived. Okay, great. Then you got Kamala Harris, the insurance. I call it Kamala Mutual Insurance. Because, first off, we don't want to, we don't want to get this guy out. Because, you know, the, the fucking outcome is going to be bad. You're going to have this cash on the bitch in there. So what good is that going to do you? It's going to make things worse. You're going to give a nutcase, crackhead woman a fucking nuclear device. They say, here, play with this thing. Oh, come on. Yeah, let's have play with this Yeah, let's play with nuclear football. So you see what I mean? That, that's something we do catch. Oh, my God, we don't want her to be the president of the fucking United States. Oh, my God. So why they put her in there? That's why. Because they don't want Joey out. Because they could do whatever, have him rubber stamp any fucking thing. You remember when that motherfucker became the president when he got inaugurated? We sat down that desk. You see that stack of fucking executive bars that prick signed? Stack of them. I'm not talking one or two. We're talking about fucking pile them fuckers. Kill the excellent pipeline. Kick the excellent pipeline out. Get rid of that motherfucker. Cut everything off that's right. Cut it out. Stop it. No, we got to go into a straight fuck you base. And that's what happened. And that's what's going on. You see it right now. If you don't, you're fucking blind, stupid, and retarded. So anyway, that's all I got to say. I like that. I like that Kamala mutual insurance. I like that Kamala mutual insurance. I like that. <laughs> I, I can put a couple other dots together for you. 
Uh, we go back uh, to uh, 2005, Bill Gates. We go back to 2005, China, a Chinese general. We also go back to 2005, uh, right here in Fort Collins, where I'm currently living, the CDC. Uh, these nut days and things um, all have a correlation as uh, Bill Gates was giving millions of dollars in of uh, money to the WHO, or the WHO. As a matter of fact, it's 99% Bill Gates. Uh, the WHO yeah, was uh, coordinating with the, the problem, Chinese though. government That's... at that time, and the Chinese yeah. general came out and says, what a shame it would be and how brutal it may be, but it's our only chance for the future is that we use bioweapons in order to Kill off most of uh, America all at one time. Okay, I so don't when think I that. Mention the yeah. fact no, I don't I'm, believe I'm it. Gonna be Alan, I'm going to be on for a second. Yeah, Alan, I don't believe that for a second. I just don't believe it. I'm sorry. Uh, 209 wants to jump in here. 209, go ahead. Hey, what's up, Joe? Hey, Sarge. We're expecting you in 20 minutes. We're discussing the motion picture, man, Dingo, man, and we're going to talk about America's true history of how it hates black people. You said you was going to be with us, Sarge. America's true history hates black people, you're saying. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I can't wait for that one. Yeah, I can't oh, wait yeah. for that well, one. Yeah. Sarge, Sarge, you got to, you're at T-minus 20 minutes and 18 seconds. Okay. Well, can you give me some examples? Can you give me some examples of uh, America hating black people? And the phone number to call is 516-418-5996. Please put all your hate mail and insults in our chat room, please, because I'm going to enjoy reading them. We don't want no hate mail. We don't want no hate mail. I just want some examples from you of of maybe the last five years of uh, America hating black people. Oh, absolutely, yes. Start with the police killings. Nope, that's not hating. That's not hating. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Joe, you come on. Come on. Oh, Let me jump in on this real quick. I'm, I'm a fucking native of St. Louis, Missouri, okay? And, uh, you know, I worked on a station there, and it, it's a black area, St. Louis. East St. Louis across the river, it's all black. Black people. We're real proud of it. No big deal. I, and it was never, I don't think white people hating black people. I think it's the black people hating themselves. I see more fucking uh, black on black killings than any other fucking okay, body killing sir, black sir, people. Sir, sir. Okay, I'm sir. sorry. I you left on Cherokee Street. Read a book called uh, Read a Book called Cherokee Street. I lived on Cherokee Street. Street and and it she was wonderful. All that. We had gunfire every night, but we never worried about it. It was always aimed in the right direction. Right. <laughs> okay, you can say that, but no, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, I have nothing against well, black people. Right. I have a lot of when black friends. My base player, my base player is blacker than a fucking car tire. You know what I'm saying? So, so, and, so what's uh, that mean? Well, no, I, uh, on Cherokee Street, that was the old <laughs> district in uh, St. Louis. And there was a can't huge talk mix over of, each other. Uh, all races there: Chi- Chinese, Japanese, uh, Filipino, black, white. All right, stop with the VR the world, Alan. Stop with the VR the world. I mean, it was a beautiful right, mix. There was Chewbacca. never a problem Chewbacca. that way. Chewbacca, go ahead, Chewbacca. Uh, yes, yeah, Sarge, yes. Yeah. So we're waiting on you, Sarge. You know what I'm saying? I got a notepad here and everything, man, and I'm not going to be pulling out some books by Mr. Lerone Chewbacca. Bennett. Chewbacca, Chewbacca. Chewbacca, you answered a man's question about the black-on-black crime. What's mine? Oh, you know, he oh, made a point. Oh, that is, oh, 
Okay, that is a tragedy that was systemically and economically engineered. You see what I'm saying? From a plantation. The most picture man bingo will tell you about that as well, too. Because there's no hatred worse than hatred of self. And when you raping, slave trading, pedophiles degraded us, demoralized us, buck breaking, raping our women and what have you, I can go on and on and on and on and on. You see what I'm saying? That is contributed to that. Well, All right, Ron I got, Rex. I got Ron the Rex. answer to that. Ron Rex. Ron Rex. That, you really. talk, that was Ron Rex's question. Go ahead, Ron Rex. Right. Yeah. Well, if you, okay, man. If you look back in history, okay, you realize that the black people in Africa were selling their own fucking people uh, to the yeah, white yeah, fucker. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, now, yeah, wait yeah, a minute. Hold on, bro. Hold on, cuz. Hang on, man. Hang on, man. Guess what? Too. I don't and care what fucking tell you are. We're all brothers one way or another. We're all brothers and sisters all the same. It don't matter. We all have the same temperature of blood. We have the same color blood. No, we don't. No, we don't. Color has no good. Color is the color fucking hate game is by design. And a son that is simply by design. They want that to happen. They want you to do that. They want you to get mad so they're getting a reaction out of you. But they're getting a reaction. It's working, ain't it? It's fucking working. Hold on, folks. Hold on. We don't need another warrant on here, Joe. Another one coming in here to hijack and bullshit. Joseph, because, you know, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you point a gun at a cop and you get shot by a cop, you deserve it. I don't care what color yeah, you are. Yeah, what That's about when the police fucking murder stupid. unarmed black people, and then when they return the force, you got a problem. Oh, shit. The black How about the accountability? How about the crime rate? Read a book called Revolutionary Suicide Trick. How about the crime rate? Read a Read a book called The Leave it alone. It will resolve itself. 
have it. There you have it. Now, Ron Reck, you want to make a comment <laughs> on that? Because I know you got talked over there. Is he still? I'm, oh I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, that's all right, man. That's okay. You know, overreaction. Just go ahead and you know let yeah, you think because no, that's I the problem. People like you know, Sarge, brother. You know, I love you to death, man. Because you, you've got your shit right. You know, you know the reality. Of what's going on with this fucking bullshit world we've been in? But most people don't. And you know, I'm not. I I, I don't bash against black people. I never have, never will. Don't care about that. I don't believe in racism. I think it's a bullshit ploy by the government that caused this to happen. It's, it's, it's an effect. They do it, they cause it to happen. It, it, what happens, young black people, I've talked to a lot of people, a lot of black people, they, they, they feel that they have been taught since birth that they are owed something. So they go ahead and commit these crimes they feel they owe, they're owed. So they shouldn't have to do anything for anything. So they do whatever the fuck they want. And that's what they got programmed into their minds. Most, even white kids, and any kid, the educational system now is not teaching them shit. They want them all to be fucking stupid. That's simply it. They don't want to know reality. The only thing they want to know is transgender. They want to know they can make their own choice to be a dog or a cat or whatever, a fuck retarded bullshit, which is a complete fact of deception. Okay, that's the training. Hey, Alan. That's what they want. Hey, hey Ron. They, Ron, Alan, yes. uh, Ron Alan, Alan wants to say something. Go ahead, Alan. I know you've been waiting patiently now. Go ahead, Alan. Okay, um, well, first of all, as, as concerning the racism or the imbalance, excuse me just a second, let me get this out of my hands. Um, you waited all that uh, time. What I'd like mm-hmm. to say, well, yeah, I, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is this. Uh, the fact is we have social differences. There is definitely social differences between the chess club and the football club. Okay, huge difference. It doesn't matter if it's white, black, Hispanic, it doesn't matter. There's a huge difference between the social rights and wrongs of the chess club and the football. Now, the guys with uh, football, they're going to tackle each other all the way home. And it's going to be jolly good fun. And they will get hurt. They will suffer broken bones. The other guys, well, they will make it home safely every time, but it will also be completely uneventful and never be really that memorable in order to get home. However, this points out it doesn't matter if it's white or black. It is the fact that the black culture, okay, embodies being a man, being masculine, being above grade, okay, and, and how that is represented is how tough you are, how many tackles you have, how many guns you have, ah, and how much stuff you sold this week in order to be able to sit there. It is bullshit. an actual freaking society. It is, it is the structure of it, and that's built into that society, Okay. Let me let me make tribalism. a statement here. That's called tribalism. It's the it's the best man and the strongest man on top. All right, all right. Go ahead, Cave. Go ahead, Cave. Go ahead. Well, how about this one? Pianke will love this one. Akron, Ohio's LeBron James's true and only this uh, godsend has a school called I the I Promise School. Not a single student from the school's inaugural third grade class now entering the eighth grade has ever passed the state's math test. Thank you very much, LeBron James. I yield. Fucking bum. Okay. Go to China. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. All right. Closing thoughts, everybody, to tonight's podcast show. All right. By the time we get to the end here, it'll probably take another hour because we've got a bunch of people with their hands up still. So, uh, Sarge, you've been quiet for a while. You want to say something? Because I know you got to get over to Mr. Chewbacca's show there. You want to say something here? <laughs> 
Sarge? <laughs> Are you there, Sarge? He's on, he's on the Millennium Falcon. Uh, I'm sorry. I had to unmute myself. I had to unmute myself so there wouldn't be any controversies or anything about background noise. But, uh, yeah, uh, we delved into a lot of topics here tonight, uh, ones that some, some of them seem to be sileable. What I think uh, what I would really like to do is to focus on those that I think can reconcile. We all agree something is rotten in Denmark in this country right now. There's no doubt about it whatsoever. Everybody senses it. Even the leftists sense it. The only thing is they want to expand what's already there and make it worse, while the rest of us are acknowledging we are completely devolving away from the traditions and foundations from which this country was founded and which made it great and prosperous for most people and with a, with a fair amount of liberty and uh, freedom. So I think what we ought to do is concentrate on those things that we do agree on need to be fixed, because this is a long-term project to fix everything that's gone wrong in this project. And I see three things that need to be concentrated on, which I will not list right now. But I think we need to focus on the worst in order to be able to fix the rest of it. There you have it. Dave, go ahead. You go next. Tomorrow at 4 o'clock, I believe, oh, I'm sorry, 220 we're going to have a uh, mass text, uh, a national broadcast testing, uh, just for the information. Russia tomorrow also is going through drills that will resemble the actual nuclear attack of over in over 70% of their country being leveled. They're actually practicing this because they feel that imminent threat from NATO. That's one bad thing. Number two, uh, we have the worst, I don't even know how to say it, with the, the New York City mayor saying that the, uh, you can call in and get your abortion now from your, your, the comfort of your uh, living room. And uh, the, the, the big, the big uh, thing with the, the voting coming up for the, the next election, if I'm correct, I'm going to have to look at the numbers. The presidency isn't what's going to be the, the in question because apparently there's 33 seats that are going to be available that Democrats could lose if, let's say, a Republican takes office in the presidency and they take the Senate and the House. You have all three powers there now. People in America want, want accountability for these lawless, ass-nine, like Garland, Mayorkas, and these people need to be held accountable. Ray, uh, the, the upper echelon, all these people that committed crimes, perjury, we watch it on television. These people need to be held accountable. And uh, I think that's what it's going to be. You're going to see all these distractions where you got Trump and lawsuits and you got Biden's kid snorting coke off some queer's dick and whatever the hell he's doing, having prostitutes in his laptop. That's all a distraction. Like uh, I think he said his name was Bud Red said earlier to keep you away from the fact that they're, they're going to steal these elections to keep these Democrats in power because if they lose all these seats and they can be indicted or subpoenaed, chicken is a fan for a lot of these people, and they're looking at the end of the rope here. And I'm not talking about the rope at the, the good end. I'm talking tall tree and short rope. And that's all I got to say about that. God help America. Mr. Bianchi, go ahead, then Ron Rex. Go ahead, Mr. Bianchi, go ahead. Well, people who's worried about 
the test that's going on, if you want to protect your phones, also your proximity car keys, you can get a device called a Faraday. Faraday, mm-hmm. like the gentleman that invented the capacity. You put your phone and your keys in that bag, and outside hackers cannot get into it because that's what's going on. We drive down a neighborhood with a detection device, get your code, then turn around and open up your car, and boom, they're gone. And, you know, as far as these other radio hosts that talk all this hate, it's funny how they always come to the white shows and try to get white to come listen to their damn show. If it's so popular, it should be standing room only. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. That's interesting. Ron Rex, go ahead. You want to say anything here at the end? You got a show tonight? Yeah, I'm going to do a show tonight. Uh, tonight's topic is syphilis. Is it real or just fantasy? Uh, we're going to get into the topic of that disease. And crabs, can you train them? And do you have a case or just 23? Anyway, that's tonight's show. Check it out. <laughs> All right, Ron Rectine, tune in. Yeah, I'll be there. Alan, you got to say something here at the end? Go ahead, Alan. I, I think uh, I, I think I got the you last here, so, Alan. I may have to Alan, drop out for just a second. I may have to drop out for just word. a second, no, but I'll be right back. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right. Well, well I'll wait a minute for you, I guess. Uh, I guess, yeah, tune in to Ron Rec tonight. That's going to be a good show. Uh, I know I'm going to listen to it. Um, let's see here. And then, uh, let's see, I guess I'm going to wrap it up here. If Alan, Alan had to drop out. He's gonna, I'm going to give him like 30 seconds here to come back in. Sarge, I'll be over there with you with Chewbacca. I guess I'll tune in. Hopefully Tay will come over too. But I guarantee you he will not let me speak more than 30 seconds before he mutes me. That's what he's going to do. You know that, Sarge. That's what he's going to do. And if he does that, I'm going to hang up and I'll never call back in again. <laughs> You know, Man, I mean, I'm that's just what you're going to do. No, they start scoping out. <laughs> All right, what kind of music you know do you what? play at the end here? Uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, that, of course, that remains to be seen. But uh, I will give him an admonishment. <laughs> Please allow you at least a minute and 30 seconds for a response. I you know, know come for, on, the man. Me, you you know? for the best of me, Joe, and so on, I don't know why you waste your time. You're grown men. God damn. Why you waste your time with this fool? I don't know. All right, how about the music here? Wait, let's see. We've we got the rock and rollers on. I, I, guess, I, guess, some, uh, maybe, I wish I could see Johnson's face right now. Well, God damn. <laughs> I know. I know. Look here. Maybe it's the Christian in us. Even Jesus Christ will not abandon the black sheep in his flock. All right, we'll play some, uh, let's see here, here we go.
You forget there is strength in numbers. You forget there are still American patriots by the millions who will never submit to you or be your slaves. You forget about the 200 million firearms on the streets of America. All you New World Order thugs combined, Blackwater, the brainwashed military, the thug jackbooted cops, FEMA stormtroopers, United Nations peacekeepers, cannot even come close to defeating us. You will make your last and stupid mistake when you declare martial law and try to round us up. But we will fight to the death and take you with us. You should never sleep easy, for you never know when you may wake up in the middle of the night with a Colombian necktie and us standing over you, laughing while you take your last breath and when we the people take this nation back from your evil grip. We will hunt you to the ends of the earth and shoot you down like mangy dogs. Sweet dreams, motherfuckers. Excommunication came in from a sniper. I suggest you think about what the fuck you're doing to our goddamn country. Now, a message from the Sons of Liberty concerning the New World Order. You're fucked.